Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. Welcome here to our free podcast teaching. Thank you for subscribing. Also, you want to join us for uh, more Grace Teaching on Facebook. My wife and myself are there under Grace Teaching. So come on over and join us. We're talking about today a topic that is, uh, you know, God uses everything is the name of this teaching. And what we want to do is see what God's up to. You know, a lot of times uh, we just want to know what God's up to, don't we? Maybe you're going through a trial or a problem and, you know, you have a lot of questions. You know, you're questioning God. What What's going on, God? I don't understand what's going on with my life. Why is it falling apart? Why are I, why am I having all these problems? Well, first of all, we have to take a look at what God's enemy is. A lot of times we don't know what God's enemy is. And it's very important to understand what his, his enemy is. So God's enemy is not Satan. Okay. I want to get that very clear. God's enemy is not Satan. Remember, Satan is a created being, okay, and nothing comes to us unless it passes through his hands first. So Satan can't even touch our lives unless God permits it, okay? So let's, let's get that clear. But the first thing we have to take a look at is God's enemy is our flesh. That's right, our flesh. It may be described as one's mindset of selfish thinking and the resulting patterns of behavior. These patterns of behavior are activated when I choose to believe that Satan's lies and act out of my own resources in order to cope with life, solve my problems, or meet my needs. The flesh is always focused primarily on what else but self. My resources include things such as my heritage, my education, my IQ, my personality, my sense of humor, my looks, my talents, my abilities, my money, my self-discipline, my strength, my relationships, etc. Do we get the point here? In other words, it is me living my life and attempting to get my needs met independent of Christ. You see the problem there? So God will use everything. You know, you have to squeeze oranges to get orange juice, don't you? If you're familiar with an orange, the way oranges work and orange orange juice works, uh, we have an orange juice squeezer and you have to squeeze a lot of oranges to get juice. But, uh, you know, the problem is many of us, when pressure comes, though, in our lives, we tend to focus on the pressure, don't we? And from there, what do we do? We start complaining, and then we get angry, and then we play the victim role. You see, God's purpose and pressure and problems is to move us to the Lord Jesus, not away from him. Remember, disobedience is not letting the pressure of life move us to him. Okay? Paul said this in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7, We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that all this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. 
So remember, believers are like clay jars with treasure inside of us. The treasure being Christ. The Apostle Paul tells us that we have surpassing power from God living in us. Okay? Then he goes on to say in Philippians 2.14, then do everything without grumbling or arguing. Okay, some people just like their problems, though. And what I mean by that is they just talk about them, think about them. They don't let the problems move them to Christ. They, they try to fix the problem. They try to get others to fix their problems. Well, I guess I'm just homeless now, or I guess I'm just out of a job now. Poor me. You know, some people just like their problems. And they'll, and you've met these people where they talk about their problems all the time. In fact, their whole life has been problems. Do you know these people? They've never had a good day. Their whole life has been a miserable disaster. Okay? Some people just like their problems. You know people like their problems when they talk about them all the time. See, God's good oranges... We were talking about this. Good, a good orange uh, will produce good fruit. A rotten orange will produce rotten fruit. Wouldn't you agree? You squeeze a good orange, you're going to get good juice from it, good fruit juice. You squeeze a rotten orange, you're going to get rotten juice from it, aren't you? So what comes from a good orange? Sweet juice. What comes from a rotten orange? Rotten juice. You know, the carnal Christian life is a Christian living from the flesh or self-reliance. When carnal Christian, when a carnal Christian or someone dead in sin is squeezed by the world, they will produce rotten fruit. That's right. But the Christian, the believer in Christ, living from the life-giving spirit of Christ, when they're squeezed by the world, they bear sweet fruit. What is a normal Christian life? And remember, God uses everything. <clears throat> Think about this for a minute. God is, God's purpose is to bring each person to the end of self-life so that Christ's life may be seen. Did you get that? I want to repeat that. God's purpose is to bring each person to the end of self-life so that Christ's life may be seen. Okay? So God is going to use everything. He's going to use job changes, physical problems, negative circumstances, disappointments, marital difficulties, unemployment, loss of possessions, tragedies, financial pressures, Family conflicts, accidents, youth, rebellion, and loss of friends. But we have to remember the truth. He's using these problems to bring us to the end of self-life. So if we continuously go to self-life, God will constantly use this. Remember, whenever we place ourselves, whenever we make a decision based on self, we always place ourselves in a position to be hurt. And God has to use these problems because a lot of the problems we have now are caused by us. But sometimes they're not. And what God does is he has to use those problems again to bring each 
person to the end of self-life so that they can see that Christ is their life. You see that? So where is the hope in all this? Romans 8, 28 and 29 says, and we know that in all things, God works for good, the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that we might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. So remember, Paul gives us a great picture of what the normal Christian life is. It's to be knocked around. It's pressure. It's, it's being perplexed. It's being harassed. It's being struck down. But it is all to reveal the life of Christ in us. He goes on to talk about this in 2 Corinthians 4, verses 8 through 10. He says, we are hard-pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. You see that? God has a plan. So just because you can't see it, doesn't mean he doesn't have it. Remember, God is using everything. Everything becomes a tool for God to use now to help him form you into the person he wants you to be in. God bless. Thank you.